It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome once again to another edition of the Steelers Hangover. It is the final one for the 2020 season that talks about a Pittsburgh Steelers football game as the Pittsburgh Steelers fell yesterday by the score of 48-37 to to the Cleveland Browns. It started ugly. It didn't end as ugly, but the final score was still ugly, really ugly. <laughs> My name is Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Tony Defio, who's always right next to me here on the show, is not here. This evening, he is taking care of some personal business. Um, he will be back once again for the Steelers Retro Show, and he might even pop in a little bit later on um, in the show as he is delayed. But with that being said, thanks for everybody that joined us. Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers season is now over. They ended the season with 12 wins and five losses, and that final loss being oh, just, just terrible. So we talk about the hangover all the time, and when we talk about the essence of the show, we talk about the fact that you either have a situation where you are partying and you have that great hangover after uh, after indulging because of great news, having an awesome time. This is definitely not this. This is straight up gutter hangover. This is a headache that won't quit. This is what have I done? Or in our case, what have I watched? And I'm looking on the live chat. I'm glad to have everybody uh, filtering in. If you are checking us out on Facebook or if you're checking us out 
on YouTube, as always, we do appreciate having you. And uh, Manny Mendoza says, ugly is an understatement. This is definitely one of the worst losses in Steelers playoff history. You know, Manny, I've actually got to agree with you on that. And we will talk about some of the worst losses ever in Pittsburgh Steelers playoff history. This definitely has to be one of them, especially with the fact that, man, you had a team without a coaching staff. You had a team, they had a coaching staff, but not their regular coaching staff. You had a team without their Pro Bowl, you know, left guard. You had one of their uh, great linemen out. You had their young stud cornerback in Denzel Ward out, and they still beat you with most of your most of your players back in place after uh, resting the week before or being off because of injury or COVID. And the players that had the week off kind of didn't look good in this situation either. But nevertheless, it was it was absolutely uh, horrendous, as uh, as uh, NVRNDR says. Uh, Valerie Ifkovich says the loss broke my heart. Brad Jewett. Brad writes, hey, I'm sad. Yeah, it's okay to be sad. And look, BTSC is kind of a Steelers family, if you haven't figured that out by now. And hey, we're all in this together. We are fans. I'm a fan with a forum. That's pretty much all I consider myself to be. And I like to lead this up as one big support group after the Steelers do lose and lose in this fashion. I'd like to say that I'm not surprised, but I'm not surprised. You know, I did not expect it to go down that way. I really saw the Steelers winning this football game um, based on the way they played in the second half against Indianapolis. Dave Schofield, co-editor of BTSC, said, you know, I just wasn't uh, – he just wasn't feeling it as far as uh, all the offensive woes being fixed, and they haven't been fixed. And if, if you had a chance to listen to Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride audio-only show this morning on BTSC's Family of Podcast, you would hear him saying that, you know, there's a lot of blame to go around. And it, it's really true. I mean, there's so many fingers that you could point out. We've definitely got to clean up from this and figure out how to go forward. But here's the great thing about a support group, being a BTSC family, being a Steeler family, we go on. And the only reason there's 115 of us in here five minutes into the show and counting and growing, we had over a 1,000 on the post-game show yesterday. Um, and that, that show started late. That show started close to midnight. But we had all these people on there. And it's because, win or lose, we're Steeler fans and we crave Steeler news. We want to talk about it. And that's what last night was. For me, it, it kind of helped because it, it was therapeutic for the fact that I had two of my uh, compadres here, Jeff Hartman and Dave Schofield, to talk to it about. And I had a thousand of you, um, plus a thousand, to uh, try to sort out my feelings about the Steelers and the way that season started. I think one of the reasons that uh, Stangley Febo 22 and others feel that this is a sad time in Steeler Nation, it's because this team started out 11 and zero. And it felt really good. And you felt that this team could go to the Super Bowl. But even then, there was a lot of us, the national media were saying it, but in the back of our mind is like, when is this going to stop? When is this party going to be shut down by the cops? And it kind of got shut down 
the week before we had the warning against the Baltimore Ravens and then against the Washington football team, the first loss came and they kept coming. You know, there was one win in there, but basically the Steelers won one game in their last six chances. So that's kind of the things that, that hurt there. And that's kind of the things that you kind of saw it going this direction. Um, I'm going to ask you guys all a question. And the question that I'm going to ask you here is, if they pulled that game out, would have you been confident going against Buffalo? I mean, I guess the the manner in which they uh, would have come back and won that game had they pulled off the almost impossible and done that, that, I mean, there would have been some, there have been a lot of excitement, but would have there been doubt in the back of your mind? Yeah. Ariel Rosa says this, and I... I agree with this too. It feels worse than a Super Bowl loss for me. Yeah, you know, because this team had so much promise and then you become a team that just loses in the first weekend. And this is the uh, first time we've had six teams go out in the first week of the tournament. And there's eight left and the Steelers are not one of them. So they're they're picking a 24th and they're an also ran kind of team. And everything that negative that has been said about them, well, it's kind of true at this point. So there's a lot of pieces to be picked up, but here's the thing. We've seen the Steelers pick up pieces. And I want to tell you right now, it is definitely okay to, uh, it, it is definitely okay to go ahead and doubt what's going on because that's exactly what we got to do. I want to bring this up. Um, I haven't read the whole thing, but because uh, you know, I don't multitask that well. Felicia Ballard is one of our uh, one of our greats on the live chat. She says, "Hey, bad, love you, man. Well, we won the AFC North. We're the champs. If the Browns or Ravens don't end up with a Lombardi, then all they did was get into the same playoffs we did. Gotta start looking up. And you know what? I like that. I like the fact that we can look up." Andrew Wynn says this, I'm sad, but I'm upset at coach. That's okay too, Andrew. You know, it's okay to be upset at the coach. It's okay to be upset at Ben Roethlisberger. Me, I'm upset about the defense as well. Um, A lot of people are pointing fingers at uh, Marquise Pouncey. Uh, Mr. Marcus 37 says Pouncey plans to retire. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to bring that up too. That is... A report from Dale Lawley that that we saw out there, and he ended up printing something else that he did not, and he, it wasn't a retraction, it was basically saying, no, I did not say that this is happening, this is something that I think might happen. A lot of people ran with it as something that was gospel, so, um, but it kind of sounds like that, and the reason it kind of feels that way is because that, uh, you had Ben and Pouncey on the sideline yesterday, and Brian um, Terizio says, I'm just heartbroken to think that this could be the last game for Ben and Pouncey. Yeah, Pouncey did not get a chance to win that ring, and Pouncey's injury in Super Bowl 45 is one of those reasons that they didn't win that ring. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things that when they were on the sideline in tears together yesterday, that was kind of heartbreaking because, you know, you know, we could criticize all we want the way they play, um, we could say they have no heart. These guys have heart. They just weren't able to pull this out. 
the way the game started with that on that first drive it wasn't even a drive. It was the first possession. And next thing you know, no time off the clock and Cleveland's up seven to nothing. I feel like they panicked. They got off of their game and they never had a chance to return. It's nice to see that this team's able to score 37 points in pretty much a uh, little less than a half, but I mean, a little more than a half, I guess, in this situation. But you got to remember this too that the Browns allowed that to happen because they, uh, they did not have to, uh, they didn't mind surrendering points in that situation because they did not have to clamp down. And when they realized that they had to clamp down, they did. There are some plays that you can uh, you can go ahead and look at. Um, when Andrew said that uh, that he's mad at coach, I get it because there were two fourth and ones that uh, a punt when you're down twenty eight nothing and a punt when you're only down twelve and have a chance to get back in the game, being on the forty eight and the thirty eight respectively, and you, you go ahead and punt the ball. That felt like punting the game away, but you know, that was, that was a coach that, uh, that felt that that's what he had to do. You know, ultimately the coaching staff, the organization knows more than we do, but it kind of felt, I mean, I'm second guessing that too. So there you go. Doc holiday, another big fan of the show says being T-bowed was worse. I think being T-bowed was tough. Um, cause that was, that was a different 12 and four team. That was a 12 and four team that, uh, had offense going, had defense going. They were only a year removed from being in the Super Bowl, um, in that loss. So, you know, I, I could see where that one ranks as well. Um, Chris Ballin says, uh, and if I get any of your names wrong, I do apologize. This was worse than Tebow. You know, so a lot of people think that, so, you know, I'm going to, Ask for that. I am way behind on the live chat, so I do apologize. Um, there's so much to talk about. I will catch up to everything I can. If you do have a super chat, I will move that to the top of the line. If you do feel that you want to put something into the tip jar, we had so many people think um, put things uh, put money in the tip jar yesterday um, on the post game show, and we do appreciate all of that. And we try to get to all of your questions. So if you have any questions, I will do my best. Um, here being solo. It's so much easier when, when Tony's here talking and I, I could go ahead and look at everything. This was so tough, says Steeler Nation 412, and tougher loss than Steelers Jags playoff game in 2017, and they lost 45 to 42. I think one of the reasons that this was so tough was the fact that you got down 28-0 and the team never gave themselves a chance to win or to play their game. And they got away from it. And I understand. So who are we putting the blame on? And and that's the question. And it's one of the one of the things that we'll look at in this show. Um, Odessa, Odessa Hall Menifee says, I was so disgusted, I stopped watching it. And you know what, Odessa, if I could have, I might have stopped watching it as well. I mean, because it was one of the, I mean, I was so depressed. In fact, you know, I took a little bit of flack for this, but I actually started laughing when it became 28 nothing that early in the first quarter. I, I started laughing and it wasn't uh, I wasn't laughing at the Steelers. I was just laughing at how this got out of hand so quickly 
and how I was so wrong on everything that was going to happen. And uh, GS says, I had a feeling. I think all of us had a feeling. I agree with you. Um, and But you also had a feeling that, uh, that they can pull it out. And they do have the team that they can pull it out. Um, Jay Hanna says, I have to say, never prepared for a Steelers loss at the first snap until last night. And yeah, you know what? It felt like that right away, especially the first interception as well. Carl E. Davis Jr., um, no relation, says, yes, rebuild the offensive line. I know I'm going to be all over the place on here because I really, once again, this is basically me gathering all of you for a, uh, a therapy session as we try to push through this and we try to talk about it. And the, the offensive line is going to have to be rebuilt. Um, Cause I got to tell you what, you know, we we've heard the news that uh, Pouncey is pondering retirement. Let's look at that offensive line. Al Villan Villanueva, big Al does not have a contract. He's his contract just ran out. So big Al, there's a lot of people that think that he might retire. I mean, there was thoughts that he might retire at the beginning of the season. Um, not at the beginning of this season, but thinking that this uh, could possibly possibly be his last year. Uh, you have Matt Filer. His contract has expired. And, you know, Filer, that was a guy, a lot of people are pointing to that too. Why are you playing Filer when he was out all those weeks and Kevin Dotson was doing great? Kevin Dotson is the one constant you could go ahead and look at going forward, saying that he's probably the guy on that offensive line that you can trust you can trust the most right now and has the most upside. At center, we might lose Marquise Pouncey. Um, a lot, some people are calling for that. They actually want that to happen. Um, I'd love to see – I'd like to see what Pouncey does, but Pouncey was not right and has not been right for maybe a year or two despite being a nine, a nine year pro bowler, um, most of all of his healthy years, all of the years that he finished that he didn't lose a full season to, he was a pro bowler. That's how good he has been for the team. And I'd love to see him continue, but at the price he comes in at, but he is still, I mean, he's still under contract. So he's one of those guys that's under contract. David DeCastro is also under contract signing that big deal right before the start of the season. I think DeCastro was hurt this year. Chuksikor 4 is another guy that you know you have. Zach Banner is a guy that you don't know whether you have or not. Uh, he went out in the first game of the season. I believe a lot in, in Zach Banner. I believe that Chuksikor 4 did some really good things as well. Um, you know, this year he did better than I actually thought. Um, you know, I did... I did lose a live chat here, so I'm. I found out I'm going to go ahead and do that in a second. A super chat, but you know, Chooks Chooks played better, and Chooks is a guy that will be coming back as well. But look, everybody is going to say, even after tonight, even more after tonight, everybody's going to say Najee Harris, Najee Harris. Got to bring in Najee Harris, man. I would love to see Najee Harris on this team. I don't want to spend a first round pick on him. I want to spend a first round pick on a stud offensive lineman. And I really think that's what the Steelers are going to do. A lot of people are saying, get your future quarterback. Don't know if you're going to get your future quarterback at number 24. 
It's a possibility, but it seems like those guys go in the top 12 picks. And sometimes, like a Josh Rosen, um, we've seen it before, like a Joey Harrington went number three, Rosen went number 10. We saw Leinert go top 10. We've seen guys like that that aren't the answer, and and you still spend a high pick on them. So that's not always the answer either. I really, look, people are calling for Ben to retire. I don't think Ben's going to retire. You lose, I mean, you you might as well keep him around with, for one more season. It does delay the inevitable. But the thing is, with what he counts against the cap, cap that's $21 million, $21.5 million against the cap. So there's so many things to look at there. It's just not an easy fix where they are with the cap situation. But as far back to the offensive line, that's where you really need to focus on as far as I'm concerned. Ryan O'Toole, great friend of the show, has been putting been putting it all on himself to win games. The line has been awful. DeCastro was invisible in 2020. No line equals no run game as well. And we just talked about getting a Najee Harris. If you don't have a line, to Ryan's point, what are you going to do with a stud running back? How's a stud running back going to run without a line? And here's the thing. If you want to talk about the importance of an offensive line, look at Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. When that kid gets an offensive line, and I guarantee you, I would pay dollars to donuts, and I would guarantee you that with a number three pick, they're going to get, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but uh, Penai. From uh, from Oregon, he is a stud left tackle. He's the protector they need for Joe Burrow. You need to have protection. That line is long in the tooth, and really needs some help. Ryan, five dollars. Thank you so much. Yeah, Ben has been putting a lot on himself to win games. He put it on his shoulders yesterday and kept throwing the ball in the wrong direction. Um, that's. That's exactly what it's going to be. Wes says Ben's, Ben needs to retire um, or or be cut. I won't watch in 2021 if he's on the roster. Hate to lose you from watching, um, and that's your choice. I just think he's going to be on the roster. I think they're going to – look, when they kick that can down the road so often that – they, they really, they might have to keep him around for one more year. He already says he wants to come back. So the only thing about Ben is, and I will say this, don't let Ben control the narrative. I'm a big fan of Ben, and I thank, I thank him for everything he's done, but don't let him control who the offensive coordinator is. Don't let him control what happens as far as personnel. You control that. And you say, if you want to come back, these are the things that need to happen. Lee Pate, it seems like when the Steelers lose, national and social media are all over it with ridicule and laughter. When we win, nothing but critics. PS for L, Pittsburgh Steelers for life. Lee Pate, I agree with you. Thank you so much for the $4.99. I love the hat in your uh, avatar there. That's that's great. Yeah. Look, this is a team that the national media wants to be all over. They. They have, we're not darlings anymore. Um, and, and that's fine because when the Steelers have an uh, us against the world mentality, they actually are so much better. So that, that's a thing to look at too. Um, 
Super Steeler says this, cracks me up how fans soon forget what Ben has done for this organization. He deserves the right to decide when it's time to hang it up on his terms. And you know what, Super Steelers, I'm definitely not going to disagree with you on what he's done for the organization. I'm not, I'm actually not ready to see him leave. I just don't want him to control the other things that will help the organization in the future after he leaves. Um, I don't want his sticking around to hurt if uh, he's going to have, if you're going to keep a Randy Feetner around just so Ben doesn't have to learn a new system. You know, I, I kind of take exception to that. And, and that's the thing because I mean, it's just not Ben's team. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's kind of what, I mean, I have no problem him deciding when to hang it up. But somebody said this the other day, and they said, did Troy Palomalu get a chance to decide when to hang it up? And no, he did not get a say in on that. And uh, there's still, there is still a lot of uh, hard feelings on that, even with him going into the Hall of Fame. Um, McDave Clenord says, keep Dotson, draft offensive tackle center, and try to pick up a guard in free agency. You know, um, before anybody jumps in and says, with what money? You know, that's one thing that I hate more than anything, because with what money is they find money. Now, this team's not going to look the same. You might, I kind of doubt that James Conner is going to be back. I kind of doubt, I, I I kind of doubt, I really doubt that uh, Bud Dupree is going to be back when he recovers from the injury. I mean, there's that possibility, but uh, you, that uh, he takes a one-year deal. But there, if that salary cap goes down, the Steelers are going to have a lot of holes. So that's one thing. That's another thing to look at. Um, Steve G says, "What does this say about Tomlin when a team without a coach on the sidelines can win?" Now, I, at first glance, I agree completely with you on that. Dave Schofield brought something up yesterday. He's like, and he brought this up even before the game. He's like, you know what? When teams have all this time on Zoom and aren't on the playing field, they actually have so much of a better opportunity to thrive because they're doing nothing but studying tendencies, studying everything on tape. Those guys did not take – the Browns did not take the week off just because their coaches weren't there. He had – my gosh, he had that game plan drilled in to all of their – all of the heads of uh, the people involved, especially Alex Van Pelt, who called a really good good game. Um, so what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. If you are on Facebook – or you're here with YouTube, please go ahead and just stick around. I'm going to take a quick break, which is about five seconds. If you are listening to us on any of our BTSC family of podcasts, please just go ahead and download show number two of the Steelers Hangover here on BTSC, and we will be right back after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.